Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one more. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Brandon Landy, the founder, co-owner, and CEO of Walk-On's Bistro and Bar. And Walk-On's is a place where over-the-top enthusiasm and culture is the daily norm. What sets them apart from all others, though, is their authentic, mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine prepared fresh in a from-scratch kitchen. We're going to talk to Brandon about that in just a moment on Franchise Institute. Stick around because we have a great show. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems, which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. 
and advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561 561- Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Brandon Landy, the founder, co-owner, and CEO of Walk-On's Bistro and Bar. And Walk-On's is a place where over-the-top enthusiasm and culture is the daily norm. What sets them apart from all others, though, is their authentic, mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine prepared fresh in a from-scratch kitchen. Hi, Brandon. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hey, Marty. How are you, man? Thanks for having me. Uh, this is my pleasure, Brandon. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning? Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, it's a great place, isn't it? How's the weather down there today, Brandon? It's actually pretty nice. You know, we don't have typically four seasons down here. It usually just right. goes from the dead heat of summer. To really kind of make cold. It's it's uh, upper fifties, low sixties today, so we're gonna enjoy oh, it while fantastic. it lasts. That's fantastic. That's great. Well, it's cold up here in eastern Pennsylvania, but that's just pretty typical, I guess, for this time of year. You know, so I, I guess enjoy the warmer yeah. weather. You, you when I was reading about you, uh, probably about like three weeks ago, Brandon, I said this is probably one of the most interesting stories. I, you know, I've been doing this podcast now for 12 years, 600 shows. And when I was reading your story, I said, God, I got to have you on the show. It, it's one of the most inspirational stories. Maybe, maybe we can go back to the beginning. You know, your story, I mean, really kind of goes way back, I think. But, you know, if you can talk about, you know, what was the evolution of, of Walk-On's Bistro and Bar? I know there's a great story to it. Yeah, actually, um, you know, it's it's pretty crazy. It's, it's the American dream for sure. Yeah. Um, I was a... Uh, so I was a walk-on on the basketball team at LSU in, in the yeah. late 90s, early 2000s here in Baton Rouge. And, right. uh, you know, never never grew up in the restaurant business. I grew up a, a sugarcane farmer's son. And uh, and so I, I uh, it, it was just kind of one of those things throughout college, throughout traveling throughout the, the country, really, um, and the world, uh, getting to see. Being a walk-on, you know, you don't – you don't play a whole lot. Uh, you, you're, you're playing right. for the love of the game and, and to be a, a, a great teammate and, and through your contribution, you, know, you make the team better. And, uh, you know, I, people ask me all the time if I would if I would do it all over again. And absolutely, I played seven minutes my senior year, but uh, I, would, wow. I would do it over and over again just because of where it, first of all, all the discipline and, and, and character that we learned playing on the team and being a part of a team and, Mm-hmm. And, uh, and a lot of the traits carried over in our business today. So we were my, – my founding partner and I, we were literally on a plane ride on the way home from the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. Yeah. 
And the, the 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 we had we just lost the game. All the starters were tired. They played the whole night. We hadn't played a second, so we we're wide awake on the plane, and we started yeah. noodling on, on a on a Bevnap on the plane. And wow. uh, we said, you know, we 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 need to we need to open up a place that you know we're nineteen twenty years old at the time, right? The, the, right. the, the dream has started, and so uh, we we just said, and literally that's how it began. And we said, you know, we call it walk-ons, the underdog story. People people gravitate towards those stories, and. Uh, so we just kept, we started working on it and we did it as a school project. We had an entrepreneurship class when we were juniors and uh, we, we did it on that class and got a C grade. And, wow. Uh, wasn't necessarily, yeah, it wasn't necessarily because of the idea of kind of how we put our business plan together. And right. so we ended up, uh, we ended up kept working at it and keep working at it and started working at restaurants and started going to banks and uh, got turned down by not one, but six banks. Wow. And they all said, guys, great idea, but, uh, you know, this just this isn't uh, – we, we're not willing to take, to take that risk. And two young guys, especially in the restaurant business. Well, right. uh, lo and behold, number seven, that walk-on mentality kicked in in the very beginning. is like never give up, keep trying. And right. number seven gave us an opportunity, and uh, we got the first one open in 2003. That's congratulations so, on uh, it, Brent. It's really exciting. You know, that, you know it's, it's the Rudy story, isn't it? You know, which is, by the way, is yeah. one of my – favorite stories you know my son he's uh, he's 11 years old now and he hasn't seen the movie you know but that's one movie that i think everybody should watch you know and, and that's of course the parallels between your story and the Rudy story it, it's it's just so inspirational where did you where did you get that from brandon like your persistence you know because not everybody has you know when i was reading about you you know i said this is you know they really have all the characteristics and traits of an entrepreneur but even kind of amplified a bit where, where did you learn that persistence i mean was it from your family i mean where did it come from yeah there's no doubt i mean i think everything starts at home and and yeah like i mentioned earlier my, being a, a farmer's son you know i, yeah. I saw my dad you know at the, at the break of dawn every day and you know making sure just only thing he had to worry about was mother nature which can be brutal right. at times but uh, of course you know of course. It, 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 you know, definitely learned that work ethic and, and that discipline uh, from from the early days. But I mean, there's no doubt being a, being a part of a team and especially being a walk on. Um, you know, because you yeah. know, I, I knew I wasn't I wasn't gonna play and I wasn't gonna be the star player when I got to college. But right. um, you know, I, I have the luxury now of, of of having an unbelievable partner who's a little bit more than a walk on. The guy by the name of Drew Brees. And right. uh, he, he bought into the company in 2015. But he and I talk all the time just about, you know, being a part of a team. It, it's about right. being a part of something bigger than yourself. And, and I think those are things that, you know, from the, from the early days uh, where we didn't have a whole lot of systems and processes. And, and, and when we right. founded Walkland, we didn't, buy a, we didn't buy a franchise. We didn't go out and buy intellectual property and, and all the things that we offer today. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it was uh, everything in the beginning was like, do you trust us? Uh, uh, let's let's do this right. together. And and you know, opening up at 23 and 24 years old, majority of our staff was older than us. And so to go in that right and say, hey guys, right. let's 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 do this together. Um, it, it it was special. And and I think that a lot of our success today. And and then I I say this all the time. You know, you don't know what you don't know. Right, so, uh, it's true. When you're young and and you don't have, uh, looking yeah. back, uh, man, I'd say, what the heck was I doing? Uh, what what were we doing in those days? Uh, but right, but you, you you put your head down and you work and and you you take you don't you never take no for an answer and you just make it work. And we we were very fortunate. There's there's no doubt. To, and 
the early years were not pretty. You know, it, it's um, mm-hmm. it's funny. We laugh all the time that the the, uh, the the actual BevNap um, that we drew on is is our BevNap. They they have the actual picture of the of the bar and the and the restaurant that we drew wow. that night on. It's throughout our whole system now, but uh, we forgot to draw the kitchen on the original drawing. <laughs> Is and, that uh, right? You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's really funny, and, and because what we're known for today is you're not not your typical sports bar, sports bar, which which meaning right. we actually have really really good food, and and we we, yes. we sell over seventy percent food to alcohol in in our in our in our restaurants, and uh, wow. it, it's just very ironic that what we're known for today. Uh, it shows you how uh, the the brand has definitely matured and grown up with us throughout the years. Which is the benefit of, of franchising, isn't it, Brandon? You know, is that, you know, your franchisees, of course, you know, they don't have to make the same mistakes that you made in the beginning, right? And they could just kind of just pick up Correct. on the successes and not make the same mistakes. Was Was franchising... Part of the plan, I mean, early on, Brandon, you know, I mean, again, it seems like this concept, I mean, it can be duplicated really anywhere in the United States or the world. But did, did you did you think, did you have that big-term vision of uh, franchising the concept early on? No, we didn't. I mean, honestly, at, in a young, at a young age that we were, it yeah. was more of, let's try to get a restaurant open and hopefully make a living off of this. Right, and right. Then, at, at, we we did a second location here in Baton Rouge, and then we we went to Lafayette, Louisiana, and then New Orleans. And when we went to New Orleans um, in 2012, we won ESPN's number one sports. I saw and, that. Um, yeah, that's it, it was it was a big deal for us. You know, an award is an award. We get that, but when when you can put ESPN's name on it and it gives you that national right. credibility, uh, it, it it made a difference. And so that that's that's where we really started a lot of interest being shown. Right. And, and people people just interested, okay, what's different about this? And when ESPN put out the article, it was like, it, man, we could, we went in this place and it was, we got duck and undewee gumbo and fresh Gulf seafood and things that you wow. wouldn't typically get in a place that has over 80 TVs and a family culture and kids. And and, and one, one thing about it is we, we've always prided ourselves on being something for everyone, not your typical sports. Right. I, I know I keep repeating that, but... You know, no, it, it, we weren't just going after the, the, the 18 to 40-year-old males. Right. Uh, it, it, our, our customer base is almost 50-50 male-female. Uh, tons of families that come in our places. And so these are things that we were hoping we were getting credit for, and ESPN acknowledged that. And, and so at that point, like I said, we started getting lots of interest for it. And, and uh, we sat down and, and, and said, you know, that this may be a route for us. And, and, but – it wasn't let's go out and sell as many as we possibly can and just dilute the brand as much as we can. We said, look, let's do it the right way. Uh, let's let's right. make sure that we're, we're vetting our partners and because we want it to be a true partnership. And you, know, you hear the the bad stories of franchising sometimes, and right. the ones that just go out to sell, 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 and just get stores open. That that wasn't right. that wasn't our plan. It wasn't our goal. It was more. Let's get the right people. Let's get the people that fit our family, fit our culture, that understand what we're trying to do. And um, to this point, we, we've uh, we, we've been pretty lucky, and, and uh, we're we're excited about where where we've come from, and especially where we're going. That's great, Brandon. You know, it's true. You know, as you were talking, you know, it, you know, I would never think of taking my son to like a sports bar, but you know, the way you you describe it, you know, is it's it's, it's a family friendly restaurant. You know, it's it, it's you have something for everybody. You know, and you're right, the food, you know, isn't always 
the best when you go to some sports bars in this particular area anyway. You know, it's not what you think of. Right. Um, you know, so you really have a unique selling proposition, don't you? Well, that's where our volumes are coming from. Just because yeah. people are coming to eat. And it's a restaurant first right. and foremost. We, we say it all the time. They come to eat. I mean, huge lunch volumes if you don't have right. food. Because sure. typically in a sports bar, there's not going to have lots on TV at 1130 or, or mm-hmm. 1230 during, during the day on a Tuesday. And so we're a system average about 35% lunch, about 65% dinner. So we're okay. doing some, some really large lunch volumes as well. And that's a testament to our food and our, and our menu. And, and so that's where we're seeing the, the over $5 million average unit volumes throughout our restaurants just because of, of the food. Like I said, we're about 72% system-wide food sales. That's amazing. Here's a trick question for you, but what's what's your favorite when you walk into your own restaurants? You know, if you and I were to go to to your restaurant right now, uh, you know, what what would you recommend I order, or what, or what would you order if you had the choice? Yeah. So uh, one of our taglines is "Game Day with a Taste of Louisiana," and, uh-huh. and being our roots from down here in South Louisiana, we definitely wanted to. It's a big point of differentiation for us, especially as we're growing throughout the country, and and we don't we don't sell ourselves as a quote-unquote Cajun restaurant, but it is exactly that, a taste of Louisiana. So about 30% of the menu you can get, um, you know, whether it be gumbo or crawfish etouffee or, like I mentioned earlier, uh, we got black and my mite top of the crawfish cream oh, sauce. So good, sweet yeah. corn yeah. These are all made-from-scratch items that we're doing in our, in our kitchens. Uh, but, you know, on the flip side, about 70% of the menu is, is just – good old American fare. And, uh, you know, we just, we just elevate that, that food a little bit, uh, you know, making sure we're hand patting and all our burgers on a sweet sourdough bun. So to answer your question, I know this is a long way, but I, I think it oh. depends on if we're going Louisiana. Um, I, I, I'd have to say our, our fried alligator or, uh, our wow. voodoo shrimp. it's a, it's a, a butterfly shrimp stuff with a jalapeno and cream cheese wrapped in bacon, um, served with a sweet chili glazed dipping sauce. Um, and then our sliders, I, I know as simple as it sounds, our, our cheeseburger sliders are unbelievable yeah. on the on the side. And then, uh, you know, we got some really, really delicious salads as well, which is why the, you know, uh, lots of women come into our places as well. Just right. Because they love the, the options on the menu. That's fantastic. I know technology, you know, is an important part of, of your type of business today, Brandon, you know, it's, it's interesting how, you know, your, your type of business, you know, utilizes technology today. I mean, how, how are you using technology um, for, for the organization? Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, in today's world, of course, things have changed in the last decade like crazy, yeah. but, uh, you know, everything that's, that's on social. And so right. um, that, that's, I mean, uh, to be honest with you, that's our, that's our biggest discussion is each and every day from, from data to, to marketing to everything right. that we're doing because uh, it, it's not that, you know, everything I learned in school is the marketing about commercials and radio and billboards. Right. Although we still right. do that, um, as you know, as well as I do, um, everyone's phone in their pocket is their, yeah. their major marketing. That's true. And, and so, uh, and, and, and the big thing is, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's our customers that, that really market for you. Or, or could hurt you, you know. I mean, if, if right. and so, this True. is something that we monitor, and and we're just trying to get better and collect more data and just understanding because perception's reality, right? And and so, whether right. no matter what we want to say, the customers are saying good or bad things, we need to be on top of it. And look, we're all human. 
um, in, sure. in every restaurant in the world makes mistakes. And, and so we just have to make sure that, that we're standing. So our big thing right now is just making sure that we understand the voice that's out there and, and, and react to it, whether it's a, it's a positive, if it's positive feedback or negative feedback. And so that, that's our, that's our focus right now. And of course the apps and the loyalty programs and everything like that, we're just trying to, you know, we, we just came back from the, the franchise show out in Vegas a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and, and, and talk to some different vendors out there just about everything that's going on in this world it's it's right. crazy how much it changes and uh if 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 you're not out to changing you, you'll get lost in the dust and, and so uh we we just want to make sure it's not like we, we're trying to change all the time but we just want to make sure we're staying up with everyone else and uh and, and understand where we're going that's something. What's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you since launching Walk-On's brand? And I'm sure you probably have a hundred stories that you and I could share, but I mean, does anything stand out? Any surprises, you know, since you launched uh, Walk-On's? Yeah. I mean, I think um, winning that award was unbelievable. I think yeah. having a part of like, um, and, and, and come and join our team because, yeah. um, and people from, from all around the country, they, they know his name and, and, and a lot of right. people think, well, I'm not a I'm not a Saints fan, so I'm not a fan. But the, the thing about Drew Brees is that wh- whether you're a Saints fan or not, if if you're right. a good guy fan, you're a Drew Brees sure. fan. And exactly. And I think, and we didn't, we weren't out there actively searching for celebrity partners or anything. Drew Drew right. called me up one day. I'd never met him before in my life. Uh, wow. And and he he lo- he's a, he's a Jimmy John's franchisee here in New Orleans. And so oh, he wow. loved the restaurant restaurant space, and he loved the franchise model. And so when when he called and, and said, "Guys, look, I, Brandon, I, I'd love to sit down and 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 talk about." He goes, "I know we we just launched that we're going to start franchising the concept." He right, goes, "I'd right. love to be a part." And he he said, "I'm not Drew Brees looking for a handout." He said, "I'm Drew Brees right. as an investor looking to make an investment and be a part of something that." That, that I can stand by. And, and he's the type of guy, the character and, and type of person that he is. Uh, he doesn't just invest in things if he doesn't truly believe in them. And, um, and, and having a person like that um, has just been unbelievable for it. Like I said, whether you're a Saints fan or not, people get it. If you see the type of family guy he is, that the type of leader he is. And, and, and of course, uh, you know, being a pretty, pretty darn good football player on Sunday. Right. right of now, course. Uh, yeah. But, but I tell you, man, I learn a lot from him, and and uh, we we talk often. And he's, uh, of course, he's got his day job on Sundays, and 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 right. I don't get in the way of that. He's very very <laughs> and uh, you know he he's up very very early in the mornings. He's got four kids, but you know we'll talk early in the mornings at times, and and talk about our plans, and talk about new openings and groundbreakings, and new partners that have just joined our team. Um, so it, it's it's been really fun. I learn a lot from him. It's, from the aspect of being a really good leader as well. It's interesting, you know, when I was reading your story, Brandon, you know, just how in reflecting on your life, you know, how, you know, everything kind of fell into place, you know what I mean? When you look back, you know, when you became a walk-on and, you know, and how everything really led to uh, this, this moment, I guess you can say, it, it, it must be, it must be very interesting for you to, to reflect on the whole experience up to this point. You're still very young, you know, so you have a lot to do, but, um, still that reflection must be fascinating for you. It's unbelievable, man. I pinch myself every day. To yeah. That this thing, uh, no, no bank wanted to, to finance this. Uh, right. I got to see on the project. Um, 
and then sitting here or today we got uh, 24 open locations we got about 130 uh, the uh, locations sold throughout the country wow we'll be in, uh, within about 18 months we'll be in 14 states we're in four states right now and so um, you know we're, we'll we'll do our first location on a military base here in the next wow. year we'll be on and on Fort Bragg in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And so we, we've got plans to do uh, – we've, we've, we've formed a great partnership with, with the military, and uh, they love the fact of, that we can put these things on bases and, and be something for the, for the troops and their families and everything like that, especially on these large bases right. that, that house people. Um, so, like I said, I pinch myself every day. I'm literally living the American dream, but – I'll say this, you know, it's 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 been 15 years of grind as well, um, and and right. making sure that that we're just doing it and building the brand the proper way, and and getting great people. Uh, we we have a team now that uh, lots of our team is very green, but you know when when you believe in something and you're passionate about it, and 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 you know my job now as the founder and the CEO, just making sure that our vision is crystal clear, where we where we've come from and where we're going. And, and mm-hmm. if, if I don't, if I don't make sure that I'm, I'm articulating that, making sure that everybody understands where we're going, um, it, it, that's crucial. And but, uh, man, they, they they believe in it, they love it, it, it it's fun. Um, and uh, like we don't take ourselves too seriously, Marty. You know, we uh, yeah. we we we, jab, we laugh all the time. Man. We sell burgers and beer for a living. Uh, there's there's a lot more important people in this world, but we just have fun doing it. And I think there is a, right. there's something special about we've created tons of jobs and and livelihoods for 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 team members and, and everything it's just it's um it, it's just been awesome and i can't wait to see where the future is going as well and i can see you have in addition to your entrepreneurial skills brandon i can see you have great leadership skills you know is, is i i saw you know some of the videos you know on how you interact with the employees you know and i can see they're very comfortable with you they like to be there and and you know walk-ons is, is truly a culture isn't it it is, and, and it's very authentic. Um, you know, it's yeah. not just a, a, and nothing against those other guys that, that just came up with a cool name or anything like that. Right. I mean, right. it, it, it's who I was, and, and right. I was the lowest guy on the totem pole on the basketball yeah. team. I realized I realized my role, but like I mentioned earlier, it was through my contribution. I still made that team better, and right. and and that 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 is definitely carried into our business philosophy today. I don't care if you're the if you're the general manager or, or if you're the, the lowest paid employee in the restaurant, right. you have a role to play. And, right. and, and you're just as important as the highest paid person in there. Uh, you know, and uh, I, I say this all the time, and, and I've asked some of our team members, I said, look, if it's Friday night at 7 p.m., we're on an hour and a half wait, and our general manager decides to walk out of the door, how bad is the shift going to be? And right. most of them can say, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll make it through it. And I say, okay, <laughs> right. same time, 7.30 on a Friday night, hour and a half wait, and our dish guy decides to walk out. How bad is the shit right. going to be? They're like, oh, man, it's going to be horrible. Exactly. <laughs> so think about That's that. True. So think about that. That's that person fantastic. is just as important as anyone in the restaurant. And so, you know, we live it. You know, we, we talk to talk, but we also walk to walk. And so for me, I, I love going in the stores and, and, and talking with everyone and interacting with everyone and uh it's just uh, I, I, I try to stick true to our roots and, and where we've come from. 
What do you look for, Brandon? I mean, you mentioned some of the, but what do you look for when you're sitting down with a prospective franchisee? Are you looking for any specific types of characteristics or traits into, in addition to some of them you just mentioned? Yeah, it's, it's, that's a great question. It's, it's um, you know, we're, look, we're, we're not a cheap brand. So it, right. it's, it's uh, of course, you, you've got to be financially qualified to, to right. come into the walk-ons world. And we're, we're over 7,000 square foot buildings and, right. um, you know, it, it's it's a it's a larger build out than most, but more importantly, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, some of our most successful franchisees out there don't know a darn thing about the restaurant business. Uh, they're wow. just good people and they're good business people, right? Because what we do with our motto is is we require an operating partner, and so right. uh, it, it, it it's not always the franchisee. Uh, and we right. have some that 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 operate themselves, but lots of them are just investors. Our our uh, our, our Lubbock franchise, our Lubbock, Texas franchisees, one's a, a, a CPA and one's a doctor. And uh, wow. they, they hired an unbelievable operating partner, and that's one of our best stores in the system. And they're about to break into the Dallas market as well. They, they've ended up buying the Dallas market. So we open up our first one in Las Colinas right after the first of the year. So uh, it, it, it's more about and, – and it's not just Brandon's decision either. So when we come in right. and we'll have a discovery day with a group where – our whole team sits with them and, and ask them questions and we go to right, lunch and we clever. go to dinner. And, uh, you, you know, it, it's about, does this person fit our family or do these people right. fit our family? And and it's usually by, by the end, look, you can't, you, you're not going to find out everything about a person in a day or a day and a sure. half, but we, right. we spend as much time with them and, and, uh, and, and everyone has to feel good about it. And uh, so I, to, I know it probably doesn't answer like that one thing that we're looking for, but right, uh, they right. just have to fit us. It, it's not like we got a bunch of boxes that we need to check. It's more about that gut feeling at the end of the day. Okay, first of all, do they qualify? Yes, but do they fit us? Do we do we want to be a true partner with these? Well, once you decide they are a fit, Brandon, um, how does the training work? I mean, do they typically come to headquarters? Yeah, so we'll um, – once we kind of go through the discovery days and understand what market we're looking at and decide right. how many locations that market we're going to do, um, it, we'll, we'll, first of all, we make sure that, that we understand who their operating partner is going to be. And then, um, you know, because that's, that's key. That, that's, that's key for us. It doesn't matter how much we love the, the franchisee. Um, mm-hmm. the operating partner is, is the key there. And so, um, their operating partner plus their management team that, that comes in. Um, it's an eight-week training process with uh, one week of walk-ons university, which is uh, an in-depth just dig into every aspect of our business with every right. department at our corporate headquarters. And so that, that ends their, their eight weeks of training. And um, it, it's been it's been awesome for us. We, we um, our, our um, new partner training coordinator, Charlie Kelly, he takes them through. So the whole eight weeks, and he monitors them and and makes sure that you know because uh, over eight weeks we'll tell if they're they're fit and fit or not, and, uh, and right. it's it's been really really cool to see these people come through the system. The um, the majority of our listeners, Brandon, we call them aspiring franchisees. You know, most people that listen to franchise interviews, they they have it in their mind they want to get into franchising, and you know, as I was mentioning earlier, I mean, you have all the characteristics and traits of of an entrepreneur. 
what advice would you give to our listeners then in their quest to buy a franchise? Because, you know, as you know, there, there's a lot out there today, isn't there? I think they say like there's something like 3,800 right. systems today. Um, so from, I mean, everything you've learned up to this point, wh- what recommendations would you make to our listeners? Well, do your homework, first of all. Mm-hmm. I mean, lots, lots of, there's, there's plenty flashing bells and whistles on the exterior. And, 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 right, uh, right. Good point. You know, they, they throw these numbers out or You'll do this, and you'll make this. Right. Uh, it, make sure that's not your only criteria for for choosing a franchise system. Mm-hmm. It, you got to do right. your homework. Make sure you you understand who's running and leading that system, um, because if if you're not truly vested and and understand what's going on and truly passionate about what you're doing, look the 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 the, the system, the concept will only do so much for you. You have to right. be invested as well. And, and and so we we've seen it. We we've seen some of our some of our franchise partners that's been with other brands and and they're like, "Wow, you know, I these other brands don't do this for me." And and they right. that's the difference. So it, it it's it's truly you you have to understand what's going on, but uh, it it can't just be I know everybody's in the business to make money, but it it, it can't be um just about that that bottom line number. I mean, you, you have to be proud to wear that that shirt or that hat with that logo right. on there, and you got to want to walk around with it, and that's that's something really cool. I mean, it, it's it's uh, you know a lot of our franchise partners, they some of them we laugh. They they go into these markets and they they start wearing their shirts once we announce the <laughs> comment groundbreaking. Right. And all. He's like, man, I thought I was popular before. Now I'm like the mayor. <laughs> so, uh, proud to wear it. Whereas we've had some. Some of our franchise partners that that have been with other brands, it's like, and, and they told us, look, we didn't we didn't really want to wear that shirt or that hat. Now we're so proud. Right. We're so proud. It, it, it has to be something that, that that you're passionate, you're proud of as well. That's interesting. In listening to your response, it's kind of like buying a car, and you know, you have to look under the hood of the car, don't you, Brandon? You know, you have to look. Absolutely. You have to go in, right? Yeah. You know, make sure you go check the oil and the engine and everything because they. Uh, they can make it look really pretty. Just put a paint job on the outside. Right, you exactly. Or you do this in AUV and you're going to put this down. Um, make, make sure you, you, you check it out. And, and, and it's, look, we, we, we don't talk about it as being a franchise or franchisee relationship. It's a true partnership. Um, right. Because we, we look good together and we look bad together. And, and so if we're not on the same page going in, if it's just a, a true money play for that franchisee, right. um, then, then it's, we're going to look bad together. And, and so we have to make sure that we're protecting our brand and, and doing all the right things all the time. That's terrific. So as the CEO, I can ask you the next question, Brandon. Uh, what are walk-ons, bistros, and bar plans for the future? I mean, if you could look into that crystal ball, you know, three to five years down the road, I know you have a lot of, of restaurants opening, but if you can look like five years down the road, where do you see the organization? Yeah, I, I just want to keep getting better, man. You know, it's yeah. you either get better or you get worse. Never stay the right. same. And so when right. when we look at it, it's not a number of units. It, it's not a sales volume that that we're we're just trying to hit these goals. It's more about are we growing the right way? Are, are we still happy with, with the product and, and, and the concept we're putting out there? And, and just making sure that we're we, we're staying where. We're, where we keep growing and making sure that we're growing the right way. I just don't want to grow to grow. 
and 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 that's right. something that we're all aligned with in our in our ownership and, and on our management team is that if it's not the right fit, we're we're gonna push you back. You know, we're a private league. We got we got three partners: myself, Rick Farrell, and Drew Brees. And and it, mm-hmm. it's look if we decide that we want to pull pull back the reins a little bit, we we can do that. If we if we want right. to it up a little bit more, we're not a system that can go open up 60 or 70 restaurants a year. We're, we're not, right. we're not that way because we put lots of right. time, effort, energy into every opening. I, I'm at every, usually almost every groundbreaking, almost every VIP night for opening. And so our sweet spot we think is around 20 to 25 openings a year, a couple of months. Right. And so that, that's what we're looking at. So, I mean, if we stay on that pace, you know, we'll, we'll have over a hundred, 150 restaurants in the next five years. And, you know, We'll, we'll we'll see where we're at. You know, I, I, uh, like I said, there's no set number, there's no set sales volume. No, I'm I'm 39 years old. I'm not I'm not looking to go sit on a boat anywhere or anything like that. I love what I do. I'm <laughs> right. passionate about it. No, you know, it's my baby. Uh, Drew's very young as well. He he'll be 40 next month. Um, you know, wow. he knows there's life after football. And right. So it's um we're we're in a good spot, man. What's the best way, Brandon, for our listeners to get more information on walk-ons, um, you know, as far as the restaurant and, and, and of course, the franchise opportunity uh, itself? Any websites that you'd like our listeners to go to? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, walkons.com. Um, you okay. Can just go. It's simple as that. Check it out. You can, you can, there, there's a short little video there that tells a little bit more about our, our good friend, Scott Van Pelt with ESPN. He, he narrates it for us. Yes, um, I saw that. And then, great. of course, you can, you can, you can click on any of that and, um, and of course, go to our franchising uh, portion of the of the website. You can find out a little bit more about. And then uh, Kelly Parker, in, in our office, I think they have her contact on there. Uh, she's she's the head of our franchise sales, and she'll definitely take you through the process and what territories are are no longer available and what's what's coming up and kind of okay. our, our growth plans for the near future. And um, yeah, and we we have the uh, we're the title sponsor of the Walk Ons Independence Bowl here in a couple weeks, and so. We'll get wow. lots of, of national pub on that at, at uh, 12:30 Central um, on ESPN, and so we. Th- this That's is our second year. Been lots and lots of, of great, uh, you know, just brand recognition for us. That's the reason we did right. it to really kind of let, let people know about our brand, and then we're, we're we're heading that way. So, uh, yeah, check out our website. There's a lot more. You can see the menu there. Uh, I think there's some videos about our, our scratch kitchen and our VP of. Uh, <clears throat> culinary uh mike turner uh he's got some things on there talks about a little bit more about our food as well that's fantastic well i've really enjoyed talking to you brandon as i mentioned i've done so many of these interviews and you know this is what your story is certainly one of my favorites you know uh since doing the show you know and i i I wish you luck and i'd like to already invite you back over the next couple of years as you continue to grow because i think you have an amazing franchise opportunity well please do man and uh Get, get down to South Louisiana, and we can check <laughs> out do that. our restaurants or uh, corporate headquarters, and uh, it, it, it'll be fun, man. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This has been my pleasure, Brandon, and we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Are you looking for a franchise that delivers? Businesses will always need shipping, and for more than 25 years, loyal customers have depended on Unishippers for reliable savings and exceptional customer service. 
Unishippers is focused on just one thing, helping small and medium-sized businesses save time and money on all their shipping needs. And as the largest reseller of complete shipping services in the country, we have the buying power to ensure that we succeed. The Unishippers franchise offers low startup costs, no equipment or real estate required because they're not retail, residual income, and a quality of life and work-life balance. For more information on becoming a Unishippers franchisee, go to www.unishippers.com and click Franchise Opportunities or call Franchise Development at 801-708-5822. That's 801-708-5822. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Today's great quote in franchising is being brought to you by... The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat franchise opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat franchise opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising. Reach podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting franchise interviews many years now, and during that time, we've had some incredible quotes on our show. Today, you're going to get to hear from Sam Hans, who is the president of Stone Coat. And one of the questions we asked Sam when we had him on the show was, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? And Sam talked about the importance of doing a self-evaluation and asking yourself important questions like, what do you like to do? Because in franchising, experience can be taught. So let's listen to what Sam had to say. Probably one of the most qualified people to answer the question, studying your background, Sam, is what advice would you give to our listeners? We call them aspiring franchipreneurs. You know, most of them are looking to buy a franchise. But as you know, I mean, there's so much out there today. We find that a lot of them just simply don't know where to 
begin and it becomes a bit overwhelming. So what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy your franchise? Uh, Marty, you're you're touching something that is dear to my heart right now because this mm. is the part of business that I love is is helping people find their right fit. Mm-hmm. And and that's the primary thing that I tell people. Your starting point is to do a self-evaluation and come up with the things that you like to do. If mm-hmm. you are not a hands-on person, don't get into the lawn maintenance business. Uh, right. If you are... If you like being outside, there's all kinds of businesses to look at outside. If you're more sure. of a uh, analytical bookkeeping type person, there's franchises there. If you have a uh, love food, uh, then food offers great opportunities. Right. So right. that's the first thing I tell people is really decide what you want to do, what you like to do, not necessarily what you have experience at, because in the franchising world, mm. experience can be taught. So that's right. the first right. point. Second thing I tell people is figure out your resources and don't overextend. The uh, Chamber of Commerce, National Chamber of Commerce, says that the number one reason for business failures in the United States is undercapitalization. So you've got to you've got to know your resources and don't overextend it. Talk to the people that are most important to you and get their input. And, and I always tell people, give your your loved ones permission to hurt your feelings if mm-hmm. that's what it takes so they can be brutally honest about what they see in you. Uh, then when you get to the company, research the owners first. Know who the owners are. Go visit them. Uh, make sure that, that they're their goals and ambitions align with what you really are looking for. And character is important. It's extremely important. And then the second thing you want to research is the industry. Is it a good, stable industry? Uh, And instead of some fad that could come and go. And then the third thing is research the franchise model. Most people get that a little out of order because the first thing they want to do is research the franchise model. And I tell them, no, back up and go look at the owners and then look at at the industry. And then thirdly is look at that. And finally, franchising is not selling. Franchising is finding good fits and good matches for life ambitions between the franchisee and the franchisor. And if anybody is pushing you or pressuring you to, to purchase a franchise, then you need to run away from that as fast as you can people on the other side of the table from the the prospective franchisees should be just as anxious to get involved in understanding what what both sides are looking for. Wow, it's a great answer. We've been doing the show 10 years, and I have to say that's one of the best responses we've had in almost 500 shows. So I could tell you've been doing this a long time. Thank you. It just included everything. It's just a great response. So what what are the plans then, Sam? I mean, I can ask you as the president of the organization, I mean, where do you see Stone Coat maybe like three to five years down the road? <laughs> well, I... If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Sam Hans of Stone Cold, all you have to do is go to FranchiseInterviews.com, go to our Franchises by Category page, and go to our Home Repair and Improvement category. You can hear that whole interview. And Sam had a lot of great advice during that particular show. And finally, we just want to thank everyone for making this podcast such a big success. It's hard to imagine now that we've been doing this show almost 10 years now, and uh, 
approaching 500 shows. So we just want to thank everyone for all their support. And we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone.